I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. You're listening to CoinCast, the only cast well, we talk about vintage coins. We talk about them all. 50p's, 10p's, 20p's, pounds, two pounds, half a crown, coin cast. And each week we have an amazing guest who talks about their favourite coins. Now this week we're discussing the variations of the 50 pences. That's right. You know when you look down in your change and you think, hold on, that 50p looks a bit different to the other one. It's got padded to bear on it. We're going to give you over to Mr Chris the coin man collins chris coin collins how are you hello i'm doing very well now chris coin collins we ask everyone who comes on our delightful pod uh what is your favorite coin of all time i like the 50 pence piece because i like the, all the corners it's got on it is it how many corners does a 50 pence piece have don't ask me something like that <laughs> oh, I've got I one near me i love the Lots way of, that i asked you that and just looked at one and going how many sides has that got Lots of corners. Have you ever found like a special fifty p and thought this is this is a one, good day? One with Paddington on it, and you have to keep it. Yeah. How many? How many sides does the fifty pence piece have? uk a fifty pence piece is a seven sided coin. I like all seven sides of it. All seven sides. See, hold on a minute. This isn't coin cast. It's small screen naughties. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome back. We've had our Christmas break and we're back with the noughties. And let me tell you, if you thought the nineties was weird as shit, you ain't seen nothing yet. I was very surprised that you said noughties. I was waiting for you to go nineties and me go, no, 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 no. <laughs> what is that stereotypical accent? No, 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 no. What what accent? It wasn't an accent. Is this a silly it voice? It was just a silly voice. You tell yourself that. How you how's your week been? It's been all right, actually. It's been a busy one. Uh Trying to think of anything exciting that's actually happened. Okay, I did a gig with you. That that was great. We made a new friend. You made a friend, then upset him and disrespected yep. someone. Disrespected oh. a drunk man in the audience. I love. Also, not the only one I disrespected. Not the only one you disrespected. Who else did you disrespect that night? 
one of the audience members went, Ah, oh, dyslexic comedian can't read it. I said, I can read it. It says, The Lion Sleeps Tonight, and stop doing my voice. And he went, I'm not doing your voice. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and it, it turned out it was his actual voice. Oh, mate. So you actually, like, imagine how bad, like, he would feel for you doing that. Well, the girls were doing it before. They were going, oh, hello. And I was like, oh, that's fine. And then he did it. And I, it took, took me a second to go, that's actually his voice. <laughs> yeah. That's not my voice. It's great as heckle ever. And also, I don't know the old man. We'll we talk more about him in a bit. But one of the highlights is where halfway through your set and he just randomly shouted out, can anyone else feel the wind? Which I think is one of the greatest heckles in the history of time. It's a stitch up. You said, Jimmy, you've got a grey jumper on. He went, yes. And I said, because you've got that grey jumper on, haven't you? And he went, no. And I went, what's going on? Is everyone just ignoring me? I love the way you think that I would have done a stitch up with an audience that hated me as much as they hated you. Afterwards, I realised if I'd done it as the monkey, I probably would have won. Yeah. Well, I, I reckon you could have won every... Is that your new act? Just go out as a monkey puppet? Morrison the monkey comes on and goes, well, hey! Everyone loves that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good act, that, actually. <laughs> it is. I'll be proud of doing something. Just going out, well, hey! He loves nostalgia as well. And... Uh... He's doing his new show, which is called the. It's called the Python. The Python. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to think of another snake. <laughs> yeah, do you know what you were trying to think of a British snake? That's what was making your mind yeah. go. And there's oh, only one. There's only adder or grass snake. I didn't want to say snake. Look at me. Wow. I am. What else? What else did you want to say about George? I don't. Nothing. You, you had an interesting story that you disrespected an old man in the audience. He wasn't even called George. He was called Barry. We found it afterwards. Barry, why is he called? Why did he say it was called George? I don't know. He was chatting to the barman afterwards, and he said we disrespected him. But also, I got the monkey out, and he said, "Tie me kangaroo down sport or something." I thought it's not a kangaroo. No, no, sorry, he said Skippy. Has he put in a formal complaint? No. <laughs> <laughs> and starting on that, it is small screen noise. What are we going to kick off with, Chris? Oh, so we've been watching, and also has been watching us. It's only Big Brother. I don't know why I needed to sing the theme tune at that point. Watching this back made me remember how massive Big Brother was. Yeah. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was into it. And then watching it back, it kind of looks like a hostel. 
Yeah, now the future series, they've got a big house with big beds in it and stuff. And this one is very minimum. You watch it back and go, oh, they had no budget for the first series. Not so ever. Like, not what? They had no budget at all. Not so ever. That's not even a sentence. I saw it before it came to Channel 4. Or I think it might be in the Holland version that is mentioned later in the programme. Uh, yeah. On one of the foreign channels used to get on the old Skybox. Oh, let's go up there. Let's see what's on this one. I, I used to love, like, there's something exciting every now and then where if you get past number 600 on the Skybox, you're in no man's <laughs> land and you can find all the great stuff that's out there. Between the shopping channel and the religious channels. I love a religious channel. I love the God channel is one of my favourite when they try and sell you holy water. Heal! It's like, well... I told you about the bloke that came in and was talking to the woman and asked her, said to her that uh, she... Have you heard of Jesus? And he's like... Yeah, yeah. You should Google him. Have a good go Google on of Jesus. It's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Google him. I think if any, I think he's probably the most recognised person in the history of the world. It's not the best thing I've heard this week was when I was on a, a self-service till. Yeah. And the bloke next to me was putting it on the till and he went, it is on the till. Start off with, so he's angry already. Yeah. And then it said, please wait for assistance. And he just went, Panadol? <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. My highlight of the day, and I won't say who, he's going on a trip to Belgium. And uh, he, I can't tell you this. I need to tell you this in a way that doesn't incriminate anyone. Well, imagine you're going on a trip to Belgium to like talk to some Belgians to get them to come here. Uh, so to woo them over, he's taken them a gift. He's taken them boxes of dairy milk, Cadbury's dairy milk to Belgium. Cadbury's dairy milk chocolate being taken to Belgium. <laughs> I, you know, when you see something again, I really want to see how this pays off, and I'll, I'll let everyone know next week. That's going to get them over here, isn't it? Yeah, or like when you went to France and said, "Oh, here's some cheap champagne from from Asda." That I bought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so proud as well. It was, yeah, it really made me laugh. But it was one of those moments where I had to go outside and then come back in which happens quite a lot on a day-to-day basis. Well, the other thing that happened today was someone said that they'd hurt their back because they fell out of a plane and the person talking to them said, are you a pilot? And I thought, how could you fall out of the plane as uh, being a pilot? Apart from down the steps, if you fall out of the plane, you're not here anymore, are you? Yeah, and also, <laughs> that, that's, that's not just like I've hurt me back because I've fallen out of a plane. That's a, a serious, serious injury. Like, that, that's not just all... <laughs> I fell out of that easy jet flight going back to Heathrow. It turns out he was a skydiver. And the oh, person oh. at work said, you won't tell that to anyone, will you? And it's like, no, no, of course I won't. Yes, yeah, I'll tell everybody. <laughs> you won't tell that to no one. What a weird thing to say. Is, is that why he doesn't skydive anymore? And then someone else came in and said they'd fallen off a trampoline. And I said, oh, what? And then after that, they fell out of the plane, did they? <laughs> well, they fell out of the plane, hit the trampoline and ended up back in the plane. And it just kept happening over and over again for hours. No one was stopping it. it was just no watching. one was stopping it. It was just constant. Uh, and then weirdly, the music from Rhubarb and Custard started playing. It was odd.
hate you. That means I've got to play it now. <laughs> anyway, Big Brother. <laughs> yes, Big Brother. So what are your actual memories of this when it was on? My memories are sitting around uh, my mate Dave Garrett's house in his living room. And we stayed up for two straight days and watched Big Brother on E4. <laughs> two straight days. I love 48 Big Brother. Eight hours. I think it. I think I like the old Big Brother. I'm not a big fan of it as much now. I know someone who used to work with went into the. Is it the teenager Big Brother? Did they did once? Oh, the teenage Big Brother. Yeah. Don't ask me what her name teenage was. Teenage Mutant Ninja Brothers. Teenage Mutant. <laughs> teenage Speaking of names. Yeah. His name's Nick. Why does Davina yeah. keep calling him Nicholas? I'm not having this. I, I think, like, because I, I have a elder family member called Nick, and, like, Nicholas is always the one you say when you're angry at someone, isn't it? Nicholas? Yes. I'm always Christopher if, I, if I'm in trouble. I, I, um, it's weird because Adam's such, like, a, <laughs> you can't really <laughs> yeah. like, extend it. it. Adams! <laughs> Adams? <laughs> AMJ? Uh, yeah, you can't really... I don't think... I can get the full name now and then, but yeah, it's just Adam. My dad used to call me Christopher, and it's like, you named me. You can't even say the name. <laughs> Christopher, I like that. I think that's maybe that's when he was angry and he's like, or, or you get called every name, every relative in the house before they get to you. Andy, Chris. <laughs> yeah, but I've noticed, like, I do that with my nephews, like, mm-hmm. and Especially like my brother's kids, I just can't for the life of me just like work out that one's called Freddie and one is called Louis, and it's all and I do it so often it's embarrassing. Name and he badges. looks disappointed at me. Well, I've, I've suggested this to him, oh, look, but got... when your own nephew's looking at you, going like, "I'm only three and I couldn't do this." <laughs> Uncle Adam has bought you a present. It's name badges, so he remembers which one you are. Oh, mate, I'd love that. We'll make name badges next time. And also, he's Nick's been kicked out because he's been cheating. And when you think right. about the cheating, it's it's like what that is not that bad. Everyone's acting like you've murdered someone. I remember when this news broke, and it was big news. And I remember being at school, thinking, "Whoa, something massive has happened." And I rushed home to watch it. And I think that was one of my first real dollops of disappointment. He had a pencil, and he was writing down who to vote out. In a game show, in a get like, yes. this now is the traitors. Yeah, <laughs> but it was so, and and the reaction to it as well of him just crying on the bed and the apology going. I went to private school, so I find it hard to develop relationships. Also, you're in there for two weeks with people. That's it. Then you go home. It doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Fuck them. I've made a big mistake. I come from a big family. I My parents call me the wrong names all the time. <laughs> the house is rubbish. This is very boring. Uh, he lies about his wife. I think that is the worst one. But well, I <laughs> also right. If someone had a pencil in there, couldn't give a shit. Someone had yeah. lied to me about a dead wife. <laughs> then I'm, I know there was issues because it's not that type of game show, is it? No, well, you're trying to be friends with people and you realise that once people get out of the house, they're going to find out that you haven't actually, your wife didn't die. Well, like when she turns up on a picture night. <laughs> yeah, he was nasty, Nick, wasn't he? Because, ooh, you had a pencil. Have you ever have you ever had stationery make you, uh, give you a new nickname? No. Have what you ever been stationary? like Raptor Chris or something like that? What, Penny Crayon? Penny Crayon. Don't say that, she'd turn up. Penny Crayon. Anything she likes, like cats and dogs and crocodiles and juggernauts and bites. But Penny's magic toy 
Do I sound really bunged up? No. I feel like I've hit puberty with my voice at the moment. I think I'm that level of... <laughs> You've finally got I, I puberty coming. Well, I've got actual foldback in my ears and I can hear my voice and I'm, I fucking hate it. I don't know how anyone listens to this. <laughs> this is a good advert for the podcast, isn't it? Good advert for the I don't podcast. Know anyone listens to this. I generally hate the sound of my own voice. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. But he wrote down the names of the people he's going to kick out. Why couldn't he just remember what name people he's going to kick out and then say them? Well... Chris, I don't know about you, but when you have an evil plan, it's always better to have it in ink. Do you know what I mean? Like write down the idea beforehand. So if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna do a murder, write down the list of victims and leave it in a place where someone will find. And also, they went through his private stuff, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they went they went through his suitcase to find the the pen and the paper, and that's all he'd done with it. He's written down names. Didn't even draw a penis. Well, this is it. And also, if you would have gone through some of those other suitcases, God knows what they would have found. I, I hate Craig. I think Craig was a dick. I don't know why he won for. What, you think Craig was a dick out of all them people in there? 
Yes. Oh, mate, I just, yeah, I love him. I remember <laughs> his Christmas single, which people forget yeah. about. Did you see the one with Jack D? Because he's the best contestant ever, I think. I did see the one with Jack D, but can we just loop back to Craig? Have no, you ever no, no I, don't, I don't like him. <laughs> Have you ever heard his Christmas single? No, but I think I'm about to. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> what What are the lyrics in it? Is this time of year I'll be drinking lots of beer? Weirdly, yeah. that never got to number one. Uh, I was about to put, say a proclaimer, but that's wrong. 
exclaiming Reclaimer. again. No, I really hate him because I had listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> now I really hate him for his release. Jack... <laughs> Jack D did it Jack the best D, way. Yeah. He was a comedian in a game and went, oh, let's, let's see how we can make it funny. I don't think anyone on reality show as comedians worked that out anymore. When he tried to escape and they realised that the gate was actually open and they just ran out. But I think, yeah, that's the difference though, isn't it? And you watch some of the celebrity ones now. It's like Jim Davidson like really plays that character of being a cunt when he did it. Bernie Clifton's dressing room. Bernie Clifton's dressing room. It wasn't Bernie Clifton, it was Frank Carson's dressing room. Bernie Clifton's dressing room is episode of Inside Number Nine. Sorry. Do you know, I... I'm I'm friends with Bernie <laughs> Clifton on Facebook and he does a live stream on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and I've... <laughs> no, this is true. I haven't made this up. It's true. How? He's one of my How Facebook does... friends. And he does a live stream from his house on a Sunday. Well, I'd like to say that I love Bernie Clifton and he's one of my all-time favourites. Nick didn't leave through the diary room door. He went through the front door. Yeah. Weird. Also, after they found out and he went back to bed yeah. and just started crying, it was quite mm. of a weird situation because that early on, he was quite a grown-up man. And then he became a child. And turned into an absolute child of going like, I don't know what I did. I feel so bad. It's like, but I don't know. I just think it was handled very awkwardly, but he did get a game show out of it. Did he? What was that called? We're not reviewing it. I think it was called Nasty Nick's Dirty Dozen. No, it wasn't. Stop making things up. I'm not making it up. This isn't female. Like, like... No, this is Noel's Garden Party, which I got sent a <laughs> link does to. Exist. It, it does exist. And I was like... Right. And the minute, the minute I find out there's a Michael Ball album called Female, I will be too up on remembering stuff that actually happened. It didn't exist. It did exist. I heard him talk about it on Loose Women. I think the only way you'll make it exist is that if you get Michael Ball to do the album. <laughs> I think Michael Ball would be well up for it. My friends think you've done an album called Diva. Can you now do it for me? No, oh, it's called Female. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not Diva. Like, you're changing it up now. So they asked who was going to be kicked out of the house and they asked some fishmongers, as you do. I think fishmongers don't get enough respect anymore. No, they don't. No. Or... When was the last time you spoke with your local fishmonger? I haven't got a local fishmonger. I, just, I don't <laughs> like fish, but so never. <laughs> but I, I just don't think they're mentioned enough in society. Oh, the cast of Hollyoaks. They ask them. Because they just say classic Hollyoaks. I think on this podcast, we need to do an episode of Hollyoaks with Jambo, Kurt and Tony. Yes, yeah, we do. When it was still relevant. Tony is now the Ken Barlow of Hollyoaks, isn't he? He is. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Ken Barlow is? No, I know who Ken Barlow is. I've never Kent watched Holly Oaks. Who's Kent Barlow? I've never, Ken Barlow. I've never watched Holly Oaks properly. We'll have to now, oh, won't I? You will, mate. It's amazing. Will Meller, legend. Oh, I remember Will Meller being in it. There's one of those things that I know exists, but I've not watched it. This is how watching the programmes every week happened, because I could go, yeah, we could talk about it for ages. I haven't actually watched it, but I can pretend that I've watched it. Yeah, I like it when they go down the park and... Uh, uh, they do. There's a whole episode in the park and then talk to women. Yeah. I like it when they go to the pub and talk about things that they shouldn't talk about. Have you watched it either? Yeah, I remember it well. What annoyed me about this was that um, Davina was doing the commentary. It was at the Dear 42 in the yeah, Big but... Brother house. He got over Wait, it. I... Yeah, was, he, was he a later edition? No, I think that episode that Davina did it for some reason. I remember, even remember at the time. It was him normally. 
it was treated like the blimmin' uh, Prince Andrew scandal. Scandal? 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 <laughs> scandal? Have I got the right prince as well? Because I, uh, who's the noncy prince? Prince Andrew. Sorry, <laughs> I, I think for some reason, like, today it was like going, oh, that Edward should be locked up. Uh, and it's like, we hadn't done anything. No, no, not Edward. Edward's fine. He's got his wife and everything. And everything. And everything. Everything. Shout out to all those people with beards. Yeah. Thank you, Harry. Shout out to the beards. That's what we did. He said I would need to shave my beard off for the wedding and I had to go and see my gran and say, can I shave it off, please? He went, yeah, you can keep it. But William wanted him to shave it off. And then he said, she's never seen me without a beard before. Which Joseph said, but you're Prince Harry. She's going to recognise you without a beard. You, you could keep, you could shave it off if you want to. Here's the battle friend of the show. I, I haven't watched like the interview yet. I, I just feel for him. He's trying to make some money, isn't he? That's all he's trying to do, and don't call your book spare when it's destined for a charity shop. Well, walking to the gig is half price in the bookshop we walked past already. Was it? Yeah. What bookshop was it in, in Dover, one of their high street bookshops? The Works, or was it Walkstones? I always find, <laughs> do you know what annoys me with like books as well, and then we're actually doing this podcast? They're always half price. Like, mm. do, like why not just price them? At £12. Yeah, because that's the way they're going to go down to immediately when they go in the shop. What is... Yeah, I well, don't know. Who's ever paid £22 for an autobiography? Why are books so cheap? Here is some information Not... for why are some books cheaper? According to The Guardian, publishers reduce the cost per copy of printing new books by also printing a run of cheap paperback editions to sell to book clubs and overseas markets. And children's books usually involve a higher percentage of cheap editions to offset the higher cost of printing. See, there you go. Well, now what? Now we know. It used to be when you went to Sports Direct and everything was like, oh, this tracksuit was £100. Now it's £12.74. I call bullshit on Penguin. I call bullshit. So, yes. this is this is my highlight of the show. What are you giving it out of 2,000? What, what am I giving it? Wow. Yep. It was a nice slice. Can we just point out as well, we're sticking with the 2,000 because I reckon no, no, no. this is a good scoring system and oh, I want to give it 16,025. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. It is. I, I want to give it 16,007. Shall we give it 16,015? We can. We can give whatever it wants. It doesn't make any sense. So let's lock it in. In. There we go, 16,015. This is going to be great to look back in a year at these scores. Thank you for listening to Small Screen Naughties. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.